Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Psalms, Psalm number 107, verse number 22. Uh, We've been here for the last two podcasts, going to conclude that today. And uh, before I get started, today is a special day. It is November 24th of 2023, and uh, I want to wish my wife a happy birthday today. Happy birthday, Rebecca. She is a special, special lady. And uh, happy birthday, baby. I want to go now to Psalm 107, verse 22. Here's what the Bible says, And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. We've been looking at this for the last couple podcasts, and I want to conclude that today. We've talked about how uh, years ago, I don't know who said it first, where I heard it first. I've heard so many things over the years. I don't know where I can recollect everything that's said, but so many uh, thoughts and things. But turn Thanksgiving into thanks living. And how can we take what happened on the last day, yesterday, and make it a, make it a part of our everyday life? And here in the Psalms, Psalm 107.22, he said, offer sacrifices of thanksgiving. And there's five spiritual sacrifices that a child of God needs to do every day if he wants to turn thanksgiving into thanksgiving. Now watch this. The sacrifice of your person, according to Romans 12. The sacrifice of your prayers, we looked at uh, out of the book of Psalm 141, verse 2. But I want to talk today about the sacrifice, three different things. But first of all, the sacrifice of your possessions. Listen to the Bible. Hebrews 13, 16. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. The sacrifice of communication which is, if you study that word communicate, it's an old English word. It actually means to give to those in need. Communicate. To communicate to those in need. To give of your possessions. Now, you can't purchase a blessing from God. But when you have material blessings and you give them to God, God calls it a sacrifice, a spiritual sacrifice. And hear me, giving is an act of worship. I don't know why in our church services the offering has to be the deadest part of the service or when a preacher starts talking about tithing or, or, or alms or giving to missions that, that, the, that the spirit of the crowd goes down. But it happens. Somebody said, uh, you know, that, that, that God uh, doesn't just want your money. He wants you. And that is so true. But guess what? He wants you to use your money for him as well. Giving is an act of worship. At our church, we do something weird. Uh, every time I say, let's receive an offering, I've trained them to start clapping and hooting and hollering because I don't want the offering to be a dead time. So it's a lively time. We have a ball with it. On Wednesday nights, our children take up the offering, and, and all of it goes to Mercy and Truth Ministries, the ministry my wife started seven years ago where we help less fortunate families, and we hoot and holler, and those kids have a ball on Wednesday night. I think this year... 
uh, our change and, and offering on Wednesday nights over $4,000 that God allowed us to give on Wednesday nights to go toward helping less fortunate families. And so it's an act of worship. Listen to this book uh, verse in the book of 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth, the Lord loveth a cheerful giver. I wonder... Um, when you gave your offering this past Sunday, was it an act of thanksgiving? When you gave your first of all, did you give your offering? Because there's a lot of people that don't give. When, but when you gave your offering, did you give it as an act of worship? Did you give it as an act of praise? Did you give it as an act of thanksgiving? Did it honor the Lord? Malachi 1, verse 8 if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if ye offer lame or sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto the governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person? And Sunday by Sunday by Sunday, people bring gifts to God that they would be embarrassed to give to their family or their friends at a birthday or at Christmas, and yet they bring it to God. They're not making a sacrifice. They're just giving God the cast off. They're giving God the leftover. Speaking of leftovers, what are you going to eat today? You probably got some turkey in the fridge, don't you? They are giving God the leftovers. They're giving everything else to everybody first. Everybody else is a priority. The bills are a priority. Pleasure's a priority. Making sure they got their their streaming on their TVs a priority. Making sure they got their Christmas gifts a priority. You know, all of that has come before the Lord. And I believe it's an insult to God. I know it's an insult to God. Giving is an act of worship. We're not to give leftovers. And I'll say something right here. I've been tithing since I was a child. I've been giving to missions since I was a child. And now, at the age of 48, giving has become just a part of life for me. And when I say giving, I'm talking about the 10% tithe and the money I give to missions. It's in my budget. Um, It's become a way of life. It's just like second nature. It's not even something that Rebecca and I think about. We, We give our tithes. We don't pray about our tithes. It's something that was settled a long time ago. And so now watch this. Listen to what I'm going to say. My normal tithe and missions that I give to my church is not a sacrifice. <gasps> oh, Brother Jeremy, if you'd add up everything you give, oh, I do add it up. I get I get a statement at the end of the year that I use to help me with Uncle Sam. And, um, but it's not a sacrifice. I don't even think about the, the, the amount that I gave until our treasurer at the church gives me a little envelope and I open it up and see the amount that I gave. I don't even think about it. And uh, I look at it sometimes and say, man, that would have bought a boat. Man, that would have bought a new four-wheeler. That would have bought a car. And I'm not saying that for any pride's sake. I'm saying that the flesh will say, man, what you could have done with that. But truly, on a Sunday-by-Sunday-by-Sunday basis, it's not a sacrifice anymore because it's in my budget. When's the last time I gave something and it hurt? When's the last time I gave an offering and it pained me, it hurt my bank account? See, we don't sacrifice nearly as much as we want to talk about, but one of the spiritual sacrifices 
that can turn thanksgiving into thanks living is a sacrifice of your possessions. Watch this, number four. In the book of Psalms, number 51, verse 17, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. You offer God the sacrifice of your person and your prayers and your possessions. But Now listen, this is something else. Daily you need to offer a sacrifice of your purity, a broken spirit, a contrite heart. Have you given God a broken spirit today? So many of God's people are heady and haughty and unbroken. And when we look at the world around us and we look at the world that's just marching straight into hell, when we see our friends, our neighbors without Christ, when we realize the coldness and the callousness of our churches and the ingratitude of even our own heart, it ought to break us. I want to ask you this question. Do the things that break the heart of Jesus break your heart anymore? The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit a broken and a contrite spirit that I will not despise. I want that to be true about me. I want that to be true about my church. A sacrifice of purity where I'm humble before God. Every day of my life, I need to wake up with a sacrifice that I'm going to be pure and I'm going to live a holy life. Listen to the words of Isaiah 66, 1. Thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? Where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is of a poor and contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word, sacrifice of purity. Not haughtiness, but humility. And when we come with repentance and faith and a broken heart, and turn from anything that's not like the Lord Jesus. It is a sacrifice of thanksgiving. The fifth one that you need every day, not only of your person, a sacrifice of your prayer, a sacrifice of your possessions, and a sacrifice of purity. But every day you need a sacrifice of praise. It's not always easy to thank God and praise God in the flesh, but in the Spirit it can be done every day. Listen to Hebrews 13, 15. It's one of my favorite verses of the Bible. By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. By Him. Who's that? By Jesus. I mean, isn't it reasonable that we could praise God on a daily basis? when we keep our mind and our heart on the Lord. And it is, uh, you know, our bodies, our, our prayers, our, our, our monetary things, our holy living, all of those things we need to sacrifice daily. But every day of your life, you need to lift up holy hands and give a sacrifice of praise. Well, I can do that when it's good, when everything's going right. I don't have problem. Well, any of us can praise God when the sun's shining. But what about when it's cloudy? What about when the storm is blowing? What about when the rain is beating upon you? You have to sacrifice sometimes. Sometimes I don't feel like praising God. Sometimes I don't feel like putting my hand up. Sometimes my flesh doesn't feel like saying hallelujah, praise the Lord, glory to his name, amen, ain't God good. I don't always feel like that, but then I sacrifice it. There's nothing in the Bible that says feel your praise. 
but it does over and again say, will your praise. And if you will will your praise, you'll feel your praise. I don't just praise him because I feel it. I praise him because I will it. Psalm 107, 22, again, let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Psalm 119, 108, accept, I beseech thee, the free will offerings of my mouth. The free will offerings of my mouth. That is, offer thanks to God straight out of your lips. Let it be praise. You know what that tells us? A praise has to come out of a free will. The Bible says it. Listen to this again. 119.108. I beseech thee, accept the free will offerings of my mouth. The free will offering. You know what? Something that bothers me. I really, it really bothers me. It bothers me about myself. It bothers me about others. Is that how you have to plead with people to praise God? How you have to plead with people to praise the Lord? I love my church. Got the best church in the country, in the world. But I see many sit in our church services, stoic, indifferent. They just sit there like a cigar store Indian. Just sitting there. Bless me if you can. Make me smile if you can. Make me sing if you can. Make me say amen if you can. I'm not going to praise. I'm not going to sing. I want to ask you, why not? If Jesus died for you, why not? If Jesus is Lord, why not? If, if heaven is your home, why not? I believe it is a sin. I believe it is a sin before God to sit in a service and not praise the Lord. I believe it is a sin to wake up every day and go about our daily business and not praise the Lord. It is a sin against God. And when the song service is going on, you ought to sing. Well, I can't sing, preacher. Well, then make a joyful noise. It's praise. It's, un, it's a praise unto God. See, it's chosen. Praise is chosen. It's free will. And then let me say this praise ought to be continual. Because the Bible said in Hebrews 13, 15, continually. Praise is chosen. And praise ought to be continual. It ought to be a way of life. That's the way you turn thanksgiving into thanksgiving. Well, I don't have anything to praise God for. Open your Bible. Open your eyes. Open your heart, and it'll cause you to open your mouth. It'll be continual. It's chosen. And then let me say this. Praise is collective. The Bible says in Jeremiah 33, 11, to bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. It's a collective thing. Well, I can praise God out on the boat. I can praise God on the lake. I can praise God at the beach. Sure you can. That's individual praise. But you know what? The Bible's clear that we're to come into the sanctuary and have a collective praise. The sacrifices of thanksgiving. Every day of your life, you ought to offer your person as a sacrifice. Every day of your life, you ought to offer your prayers as a sacrifice. Every day of your life, you ought to offer your possessions as a sacrifice. Every day of your life, you ought to offer, you ought to offer every day your praise as a sacrifice. And every day of your life, you ought to offer your purity as a sacrifice. I'm going to ask you this question, and then I'm going to conclude the podcast today. And I want you to hear it, and I want you to listen. What has it cost you lately 
to serve Jesus. What has it cost you lately to serve Jesus? If we would be honest, very few of us are living lives sacrificially. What has it cost you lately to serve Jesus? Now, I want to challenge you right now, like I do every day, go out today and be salt and light. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up, I'm going to pray, I'm going to read my Bible, I'm going to get filled with the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to go out and live a life for Christ sacrificially. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, turn Thanksgiving into Thanksgiving. Until the next podcast, God bless you.